Hello, beautiful soul, and welcome to Inspired by Cass, a podcast dedicated to helping you become your most authentic self. I'm your host, Cass, a spiritual teacher, Reiki healer, and intuitive badass. I'll be bringing you interviews, meditations, and solo episodes, all in the hopes of awakening your soul to its highest potential. So come on this journey with me as we navigate modern spirituality. Hello, my love. Welcome back to another episode of Inspired by Cass. It is me, your girl, Cass. And as always, I'm super excited to be here. I'm super excited that you're here. And I hope you're ready for another episode of juicy, juicy fucking goodness. Um, what's been happening in my life? I just celebrated my birthday. I'm officially 29 years old. I recorded the previous episode the day before and it was like, you know, it was a bit of a reflection episode, you know, just honestly, just like celebrating the last 12 months of my life and just kind of really being in the energy of like, but amazing. That was the beginning of it. Then we spoke about expectations. So I had an amazing birthday. Um, my friends spoiled me. We did lots and lots of things. Um, and I spent, I spent the day before and the morning of my birthday, honestly, just reflecting. I was just reflecting on the last 12 months and just how much I've grown and evolved. And just the fact that it has been like, Honestly, like it was a really, really challenging year. However, I definitely uh, started to see some huge shifts happening internally for me, you know, like a month or two sort of out from my birthday. So I'm ready to kick 2029 to celebrate the final year of my 20s because I keep hearing that 30s are really when life begins. And honestly, (laughs) I kind of feel like that's true. I feel like, honestly, guys, if you're still in your 20s and you're like, oh my fucking God, like life is chaos. I don't know what I'm doing. Babe, you're not supposed to. Like you're literally not supposed to. If I keep preaching to you how fucking important your Saturn return is, I will continue to emphasize how important the ages of 27 to 30 are because it is when you actually become a fucking adult and when you actually get your shit together. If you don't fucking know that already, go and get access to my Saturn Return Masterclass because that shit will explain all of it and show you how to actually understand and navigate your own Saturn Return. Anyways, super excited to be almost out of my Saturn Return. (laughs) So guys, some of the really big key things that I've really been reconnecting with and really coming home to is just like honestly getting back to the basics of spirituality. You know, I have had a lot of people entering into my life and, uh, you know, it's just been constantly mirrored back to me just how important it is to have these like really, really basic fucking practices in place because when we get through our journey, when we get super confident and we're like, yeah, like we're thriving and everything's going to be great. You know, we can forget to do some of the really, really basic stuff. You know, the things that are actually the big needle movers in our life, 
This was something that I really recognized while doing um, the witch activation portal, the four, the four week course that I just finished. Um, and it was really the premise behind, you know, the new course that I, that I've launched, um, the mystical arts, because I can just see such a market for people really needing to actually connect back to themselves, their body, their practices, their universe in a way that's actually going to just like reignite the passion, the magic, the fire within them. So I really want to remind you of some of the basics that I think are so fucking important that are like non-negotiables in my opinion, to basically live like an aligned and grounded life that you are connected to your body, connected to self and connected to the universe. So without further ado, let's get into it. These are my three non-negotiables for me. And as always, my loves, I always stress that this is me. I share my life and I share and I teach through my own personal experiences because that honors my human design. Um, And I do it in a way to inspire you, hence the name. But if you feel like some of these don't resonate with you, that's totally fine. But as always, I invite you just to do some self-inquiry. Ask yourself why. Have you really tried it? Is it your ego trying to say that it doesn't work? Um, is it just some, you know, perception of self that potentially needs a bit of a shake up, whatever it is, these work for me, these work for my clients and these work for my friends as well. So number one, I preach it a million times and I will continuously nail this shit home, but it is meditating. I want to talk to you about the power of meditation through a way that I potentially have never really spoken about it before. And that's because I've really been using meditation as a bit of a different practice recently. If you're not listening to my podcast with my beautiful soul sister and roommate Gabs, then you would have missed our recent podcast episode where we were talking about how we're kind of feeling disconnected from our spirit guides in a way because we're kind of feeling that, um, you know, energy is energy. Everything is energy. And so rather than putting a label on things, we're just connecting to energy. We're just connecting to source and we don't really feel the need to like slap a label on it. And it's through this process over the last sort of like three to six months that this has been kind of like happening for me, that the way in which I meditate has become super, super different. Don't get me wrong. If you're still connecting to your guides, please continue to do it. I love it. And I do still sometimes within that frame of mind, kind of like do that. But meditation for me purely started to become about trying to connect to the divine and receive messages. And what I was doing was I was constantly opening myself up, opening up my channel um, and opening myself up to universal consciousness. And I was doing that in a way that was just so ungrounding by the end of it, because I was constantly just seeking answers, um, that, you know, my meditation practice had completely morphed into something that it wasn't supposed to be. And I've been seeing this a lot. I've been seeing a lot of people and their main focus rather than actually meditating for their mind, which was always the first intention and the, and the first reason I got into meditating and meditation for other people and myself had just turned into this spiritual practice of trying to connect to something outside of themselves. I really want to emphasize how important it is to meditate for your mind, the act of meditating, the practice of meditation 
is within itself a very grounding experience. And that's why I consistently drive this home as such an important practice. So my meditation practice now combines my grounding practice into this one wholesome thing I do every morning because I use it as a way to connect to my body, which is the most important thing. I always joke, I've probably shared this before with you guys. I always joke that um, I need a morning routine. I need a morning practice. I hate the word routine. I need a morning practice um, so that I can come back to my body. I need like four to five hours to come back to my body um, because I've been like astral traveling and doing who knows what while in my sleep. And while I'm totally joking, um, I'm also kind of not joking because I can wake up a little bit disorientated sometimes as we all do, right? And I do need to come back to my body within that process. And that is what meditation is about. So many people get swept up in the act of meditating as this state of like, okay, so I have to sit like a Buddha or a monk and, you know, I'm just going to like quiet my mind and I'm going to have no thoughts come in. It's going to be this super, super, super peaceful experience that's just like zen okay and it's not it's not gonna be zen okay i was talking to a friend recently and i again i i talk to clients about this all the time it's kind of like if you're struggling with thoughts consistently running wild in your head if you just feel like there's a constant stream of thoughts and awareness is coming into your mind and and something comes into your head and and then like it just it trails off and becomes this big fucking story. And you're like, I just don't know how to get back to get away from that thought. I don't know how to get back to just neutral and just being in the present. And I'm just like, by now, this has been four fucking years of me trailing this home, guys. The act of meditation is the act of training your conscious mind to not get swept up in the thoughts when you're outside of the meditation practice. I want to say that again. The actual practice of meditating is about training your mind to not get swept up in your thoughts while you're not in the meditative state. It is called a meditation practice exactly for that reason. If you are purely meditating right now because you want to connect to your guides or because you think that the way to meditate is to clear your mind of thoughts and to be just peaceful for five to 10 minutes, and then you get frustrated when your thoughts don't quiet down, then you need to realize that there needs to be a tweak to your meditation practice. Meditation should be a grounding experience that allows you to feel peace within your body and within your mind. So for me, it is a process of opening up still. I do like to open up my chakras because I like I like being open. Now that I've trained myself um, and, and, and done a lot of work on my psychic abilities, it's something that I teach my clients and I'm going to be teaching a little bit in the mystical arts of the actual act of opening up your chakras and opening up your channel regularly. But I sit and meditate and I open up all my chakras, but then I ground myself. I connect to my body. I make sure that my awareness is actually in my body, not in my mind. And then I allow the thoughts to come and to go 
but I, that's exactly it. I let them come and let them go. And I train myself, train myself that when a thought does come in, that I don't let it trail off into a story. That is what meditation is about. Because then when you're out in your day and you start to get swept up in some anxious story, some anxious thought, you've trained, you've built a neural pathway that is going to allow you to come back to the now. So that is my number one theme, my number one non-negotiable item to keep yourself grounded and connected to self and to universe is to meditate in a way that allows you to drop into your body, to get out of the mind, but get into the body, but also to train the mind to handle the anxious thoughts of the day because life is fucking anxious and I see you in that. I'm going to be teaching more about that. I teach my clients my full process and stuff, but I feel like you guys are going to get a good enough understanding of what I'm talking about. So that is meditation. Number two. Okay. This is like, this is, I'm like basically teaching you guys my morning practice. (laughs) Number two, journaling and shadow work. Okay. You're probably like, Cass, what the fuck are you talking about? I thought you were talking about like, being like aligned and grounded and whatever to the universe cool it absolutely is let me explain to you what i'm talking about i want to help you get the fuck out of autopilot babe okay the thing is our monkey mind our ego if you want to call it that which it is our ego has been created to keep us small to keep us in autopilot and to keep us just fucking surviving. Our ego does not want us thriving. Okay. And it does not want us feeling connected to something outside of itself because outside of itself seems scary. The mind is where your ego wants your attention to stay. So many people that I talk to struggle with anxiety and negative self-talk and they feel like they aren't good enough and they can't do things. They don't have time. They don't have money, whatever it might be. That is your ego. That is your ego telling you those things. So journaling and shadow work. I really invite you to have some form of journaling practice. Um, The reason being is I want to emphasize that a journal is different to a diary. And I think that a lot of people really get caught up in this and don't kind of understand. And I get this a lot of people I work with, they're like, I don't know how to journal. I'm like, cool, that's fine. I get that because I do feel like a lot of people just think that you're writing in a diary and you're just giving an account of your day. Honestly, sometimes that's how my journal starts out. Yesterday, this happened, this happened, this happened. I do a little recount because it allows me to drop back into the day before, to tap into the emotions, the energy, the experiences that I was having in a way that then allows me to feel the emotions. I was literally sitting on the lounge today crying (laughs) while journaling because I was journaling and recapping something that had happened the day before. And so therefore, I literally started to feel the emotions again so that I could actually start to process and write about it. Okay, I could only do that because I had meditated beforehand and dropped into my body. See how it all happens. And I felt super connected to myself 
through this entire practice. So difference between a journal and a diary. A diary, you just write about what happened. Diary's like, yesterday or today I did this. Yada, 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 yada. Journal is when things want to get real fucking deep. Okay, this is where journaling and shadow work can kind of like overlap. So I'm kind of doing these as like a two for one, really. Okay, so really some, some prompts to use is like, okay, this happened, X, insert thing that happened. It made me feel X, yada, yada, yada. This is how I dealt with it, yada, yada, yada. And then reflect on that experience. Do you need to see how you could potentially deal with that situation better? Do you want to just kind of like reflect on the whole experience with the two people, how they reacted, how they mirrored you, whatever it might be. Journaling should be a self-reflection practice, basically. Again, this is about getting you out of autopilot. This is about getting out of autopilot so that you no longer are just living to survive and you're actually connected to what you are experiencing and actually questioning it. Like genuinely, babe, like how much of your life and your actions are you questioning? Another thing you could just talk about is checking in with some of the stories, like really reflecting back on what are some of the stories that I've been telling myself? E.g., what are some of the stories your ego have been telling you recently? Because knowing that those that those stories your ego is telling you is creating, is manifesting, is actually what is building your reality. So if you're like, I've actually had this constant thought over the last four days that like I'm actually not good enough to like be a witch or be a psychic, or I actually don't have enough money to go on that holiday that I really want, or that like I don't really think my partner loves me anymore. Um, all of these stories you're subconsciously programming into your mind and then you're telling the universe that that is your truth and the universe is going to show you because you are the master of your universe and the creator of your reality. All of those thoughts are just going to manifest into your reality and it, the universe is going to say and show you, oh yes, that's absolutely the truth. Let me show you all the ways you can't do that or you can't be that or that you are not loved. I like to tap into the stories I'm telling myself to see how they're potentially being manifesting in my life to start rewriting those stories. Okay. Yes. Journaling is a very, very important practice. So important. Next one. One of my favorites is, and this, I want to emphasize that this can honestly be done in like a lot of different um, ways. So I'm just going to blanket approach this and saying that needing to do some form of like somatic release. Maybe you don't understand what somatic release is. So I use exercising. I specifically like to go running um, or walking, but I prefer running, getting really back into running and then or dancing. I love dancing. I love waking up and dancing every morning because it allows me to connect to my body and I feel more in my body. You can't live your life, babe, if you are not in your body. This is one thing that I've really struggled with and I've been working on consistently over the past, well, I'm going to say 18 months now, to be completely honest. It's been my biggest focus because I was super disassociated from my body due to a number of reasons. And so I have these practices 
um, as a way to say, stay consistently connected to my body. Because when I'm connected to my body, it means that I'm in my channel. It means that I can be an incredible psychic. It means that I'm tapped into Mama Gaia. It means that I can feel the energy around me um, and that I'm in touch with my emotions. I can be a better friend, uh, a better coach and all of the things. Okay. So somatic release of some type. Um, you can do this breath work. Um, like I said, dancing, running, any type of exercise, anything that is basically going to shift your energy, shift the energy in your body, move the energy around in your body because energy, sorry, emotion is just energy in motion. And when we don't release emotion from our body, it becomes stored energy in our body. Okay. We can't be a clear divine psychic channel if we have stuck and stagnant energy from other people or even ourselves in our body and in our channel. So it's like a must for me. I think that for a lot of people, exercise becomes a really good somatic release. Even like um, going to the gym used to be a really good one for me, but I prefer, um, I just really struggled with like going to the gym once I, um, I got super into my feminine. So that's where I do like dancing and running now instead. But you do whatever like feels most comfortable for you. You just want to be doing something that connects you to your body. So they're the three. I'm going to recap them. Like I said, meditating. I want you to actually meditate in a way that is connecting to your body, grounding yourself, listening to your thoughts and training your subconscious mind that even when a thought comes into your head, that thought does not need to become your reality. That thought, which is potentially just your ego, does not need to become a story that starts to fester in your mind. Meditation is designed to be a practice to teach you how to be more aware of your thoughts when you are actually out of your meditation practice. I used to be a highly strong, highly anxious, my mind would never shut the fuck up kind of person. I found when I found meditation, it truly allowed me to actually feel um, at calm and at peace within myself for the first time in my life. Okay, and like I said, it gets being embodiment products practice too that allows you to connect to your body because you've got to think about it. I, I'm currently reading um, Conversations with God by Neil Patrick Walsh. That could be wrong. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure the book's not on my desk, but um, it's a four part series. And if you haven't read it, please go read it. Um, but um, he was talking in a past chapter or whatever I'd read and God was basically saying that the human body does not house the soul. So he's saying that our body is not actually in our, sorry, our soul is not actually in our body, that our soul actually encompasses the body. And so I found this really, really incredible. Like I loved the whole book. But it really made me think about how important it is for me to be consistently bringing my awareness, my soul back to my body because it wants to float around. 
It's why my embodiment practices in the morning to really connect and ground me are so important because if I don't, then I'm off energetically elsewhere and never really staying present in the moment within my body. All right. Next one is obviously journaling. Like I said, this is to help you switch out of autopilot to actually become aware of the things that have been happening to really connect in with your ego, to see the stories that have been playing out. Um, and yeah, if you want to like throw in the shadow work aspect, absolutely. Basically, babe, I want to, I want you to face your fucking shit. It's so fucking important. If you are currently living on autopilot, a bit of journaling, a bit of facing, a bit of actually dealing with what's going on in your head will be super, super powerful. Third is some form of somatic release. And when I say somatic release, I just mean dancing, running, breath work. There's so many others screaming, something that is basically going to shift the energy in your body. Shake out all of that stagnant energy so that you can make way for clear energy into your being. And as a bonus one, guys, honestly, go and do a program, go and hire a coach, do something that is going to shake it up. If you've been trying to quote unquote, change your life, if you've been stuck in victimhood for a while, if you just feel like you've been, I don't know, stuck and stagnant, like the energy in your body, it's probably time to seek help outside of yourself. I wouldn't be the person that I am today if I hadn't have spent, you know, tens of thousands of dollars on different programs and courses and qualifications. And just if I hadn't spent that money on myself, because I am like the best investment ever. So that are my three tips plus a fourth bonus one. Go and hire a coach, do a program, come hang out in my world. If you love listening to my podcast, you're going to love working with me. All right, so come and do the mystical arts, okay? My eight-week program where I'm basically going to be reconnecting you to your body, to your practices. I'm going to be teaching you how to live that aligned life. I'm going to teach you about the chakras, about the different clair types, about actually recognizing it's for those who know that they are mystics. And who are feeling super, super overwhelmed with life because you are a sensitive soul. Because you can't be psychic and be stressed out and anxious. I want to help bring peace to your life. If you are seeking peace, if you feel like life is chaotic, come and play in my world, baby. So that is it, I feel. No, that's definitely it. Thank you so much for hanging out in my world today. I hope that maybe we'll hang out in a different format. Um, If you have any questions, comments, whatever, come hit me up in the DMs on Instagram or send me an email or anything like that. I love you guys so much. But as always, I hope that you are loving yourself too. Bye. Thank you, beautiful soul, for listening to another episode of Inspired by Cass. If you enjoyed this episode, please give it a rate and review. And if you're not already, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of my juicy episodes. As always, I love you so fucking much. But most importantly, I hope that you're loving yourself too. Bye.